Welcome back, guys. My name is Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. And we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test. Welcome back, guys, for your Tuesday episode. We're going to be now calling these the Relaxed Fit. Today, we're going to be going over how I almost got into a fight at Zips, my favorite sports bar in Phoenix. Tell me if I'm wrong. We're going to be talking about our wins and losses. We're going to be going through those poser individuals that we all know on the internet. And then we're going to go over our next weekly challenge and our listener questions with Kendall's Corner. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the episode. a weekend yes it, it was a little bit of extra excitement which i am happy about well we not happy but it was it was fun we didn't expect it It was one of those things where we like suddenly we're just like hey uh do you want to do a thing yeah let's do a thing and then it, it then it suddenly launched into uh me getting into an almost serious altercation and you crushing like six amber box <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I tried to get it all in on one night, you know. <laughs> I, I no, I respect it. All I, I'm this is me. I'm like a window shopper. I'm like on the outside looking in. Yes, and I'm just like hand on the glass, like let me join you. Now people think that we almost got in a fight. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, no, the the podcast is over. This is actually just announcing. Yes, that Wes and I are at war. It's done. No. <laughs> so, no. to, none, let's, none of us got in a fight. Let's uh, let's set the stage here. Yeah. So uh, we decided to link up. Uh, we we're gonna grab some dinner with the the girlfriends, watch a movie. Mm-hmm. and uh, we're at Zips. Uh, for those of you that know what Zips is, it's just like a chain sports bar. Um, they, I'm, if, I'm sure everyone has like a sports bar they like. They probably have some like shitty coal in the wall that they love. Mm-hmm. I'm totally with you on that, but I'm not going to lie. I fucking love Zips. It's pretty standard as far as sports bars are concerned. They check all the blocks, it, yeah. and you know it's cheap. It's good price. Exactly. Yeah. Prices are good. Yeah. Drinks are strong. Mm-hmm. They got good onion rings. That's basically it. They have tons of TVs. They'll put eggs on the burger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These That's are all the things out. I like. Uh, so we're sitting there. We're eating outside. And these two guys, like 20, 20 or I guess they'd be like 21 a little bit. Like mm-hmm. not no older than like 24. Yeah, definitely younger. College. Yeah. College age. Get shoved out of the bar. And uh, they end up, these two guys, one guy just fucking boom, punches the the, the bouncer. And it's like everyone's kind of like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Then like the we, bouncer. We all heard it before. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was, we heard it before we saw it. <laughs> Then, uh, and this is where it gets kind of funny because I was more, I was, I found Wes's reaction to be funnier than the entire thing. <laughs> then the bouncer loses his footing and almost falls. And then his buddy also hits the bouncer in the head, mm-hmm. which were very loud. But to the bouncer's credit, uh, he was unfazed. So he either both of them. <laughs> they, they throw freaking kitten mittens as far as punches go. And they're just louder than they, mm-hmm. than they actually were. Or this guy's got a fucking brick of a head. Yeah. So there are two types of people in this world. <laughs> There's me who ran and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what the fuck? Like, me and this other guy ran away for tails. Wes just sits and he's just like, it seems like it's under control. It was. <laughs> it was like those two guys getting kicked out of the bar. And as soon as they punched the bouncer, like, the whole bar, like, turned to shove them out. They're like, nah, uh well, get these fools out of here. This is where it got funny. Because then there's, there's a, of the two people, there's yeah. the Wes, I think like, it's handled. Then there's the me, like, I've got to go get myself involved. But then there's two subparts to that. Yeah. There's me. I so like five people run out of the bar. It's like this old dude. He's just screaming. He's like, "You're gonna lose. You're gonna <laughs> lose." Like, and he's got like a posse of like six, five to six dudes. Yeah. 
And I turn around and I'm like, and these guys are hammered. I'm like, hey, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And then the guy looks at me. He thinks really hard. He turns around to his friends. He's like, you know what? That guy said it's not worth it. He's right. Well, the cops showed up like 15 minutes later. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you don't want to be a part of that when the cops are there. So then everyone's suddenly like, I, I get to wave my flag of, uh, I, I, I prevented a beat down on some 20-year-old assholes. But it was really funny because they just all, all the drunk guys were suddenly like, hmm, that's all it took. The other guy who ran up with me, he proceeds to go try and like fight those guys in the parking like on, lot by himself. On, wow. I like, didn't see that. He wasn't even a big dude. He's just like a skinny dude. And he's yeah. out there like shoving these two guys by himself out in the parking lot. They don't want anything. I think they had realized like all those people out there because they didn't see the crowd, the little riot mob mm-hmm. didn't see him hit the bouncer. If they had saw that, it would have been game over. Right. But I think they realized that if they hit that guy on the parking lot, that like my one statement of like, it is not worth it was no longer. That was a very mm-hmm. thin veil of protection for them. Uh, and then the bouncer goes and grabs that guy. He's like, fuck this. Cops show oh, up. Oh, the bouncer got the dude out of there? Yeah, he's like, fuck this. Like, they, yeah. he called the cops, grabbed the other dude. Yeah. Uh, the cops get there really quick, down the downtown area. And this is where it got really funny for me because I realized because a lot of people were talking. There was some guy next to our table who like, just pulled his phone. He's like, world star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad someone did that at least. <laughs> and uh, the, the I loved about it. wasn't the, even a world star worthy fight. It was. <laughs> it'd be like the first couple was like a little dramatic, but like these guys were, they were not throwing heat. They were just drunk assholes. The most impressive part was the bouncer taking the two punches and still going with it. Exactly. Yeah. He, he was a little red in the face. Yeah. But I think that was because he was angry he didn't get to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was exciting. But the cops go in, they're in there a while, and suddenly it dawns on me. I was like, these guys probably paid their tab before mm-hmm. they left. Everyone uses credit cards now. Mm-hmm. You just assaulted somebody. They have you on camera. They're probably just going to get your credit card information and go find you later. Right. That's. I wonder how much work it takes for the police to get that info. Almost none. Because, like, one of my friends is dealing with a, an issue where someone stole their identity, and mm. they're taking money out of their account through withdrawals from the bank, and oh. the bank won't give the info to the police. Why? It's, like, because it's, like, private owned. He has to, like, go through all these channels to get them to release the info, you know? Oh, I don't think that you need to get it from the bank. You need it from the bar. When I was a, uh, a server, yeah, you could pull up their credit card info yeah but not that, like the number you could get the name though because uh, yeah. i think it's so so you can because you can compare it to like the signature it's it's dumb shit mm-hmm. but like moral of the story is they can get their name and then they can like run their stuff i i feel like it's it's very and also like these guys were not moving very fast when they right. left so it's like you could probably sure. find them on the side of the street oh yeah and also i feel like a what i i, I implore that everyone realize in life is those guys those guys may not ever get in trouble maybe and that's okay because well, there are drunk assholes in this world, and you're going to have to just make peace. I mean, that's just, you You go to enough bars, you're going to see something like that. I mean, we've all probably seen some type of altercation during, like, high school or college when mm-hmm. alcohol is involved. But I, I feel like uh, as long as no one gets hurt, it's just like, you know, just go move on. You know? Exactly. Like, yeah. Keep it moving. That's my yeah. thought. It's like, people are like, well, he punched the bouncer. I'm like, I agree. I don't yeah. like that. But mm-hmm. when you become a bouncer, first of all, a lot of bouncers kind of want that heat. Like they're bored. Yeah. They're like, Ooh, I want to, you know, slam somebody. Yeah. yeah. But also like when you become a bouncer, you kind of have to just accept that that's like a part of the job. So like, I don't like it, but it is a part of the job. Mm-hmm. And also like everyone got to, no one got severely injured. I actually, the only reason I even really care about turning around and tell those guys chill out, like, I think those two guys would have like really gotten like beaten. To the yeah. Ground. There's like a crowd of people about to kick like, their ass. It was going to like, <laughs> it was like, in the things I don't like when people, I don't, at this age, especially yeah. like, I feel like people don't have like a strong grip on what violence is. And mm-hmm. like, if you stomp on some dude's head when he's on the ground, like, I don't think people understand that. Like that's, this isn't a movie. Like mm-hmm. you could kill them. And, right. uh, 
So like I that's why like I was like I don't like that. On the other hand, it also shows you that like you know if you know what you're doing or you're conditioned, you can take some hits and not die. Exactly. Yeah, like that bouncer and he took two full on hits and it was Oh, fine. he was, no, he was he still, yeah. shit. Well, yeah. he looked like he wasn't even like the fittest looking dude. He just looked like he was a guy who could fucking get punched. Yeah. <laughs> it always bald. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, it was we were talking about that as uh your girlfriend was mentioning she's like, "Well, there's like people who have like this fight or flight kind of thing." It was like, you were sort of like, you registered it, you weren't afraid, you're there, and I, I was just like already there. And it was just like, you know, what kind of person are you? Mm-hmm. But I also just feel like, I think everyone should just stay calm always. It's like, I wasn't ever freaked out, because yeah. I wasn't going to go fight them. That was not right. like my intention. Mm-hmm. I just really didn't want them like to get over on top of the bouncer. Mm-hmm. That was like a concern for me. But it is funny to think about that, that like, what do people do? And also when you see a riot, like a, a mob mentality, like, because once those five guys came, it was like, those guys were all individually probably would have done nothing, mm-hmm. but now they have Together. like their crew. Yeah. They're like, I, I now have the support. Yeah. <laughs> but then you had that one guy out in the parking lot fucking that, shoving both of them. Like that guy is a freaking scrapper. That, I don't know. I, I, that was reckless. I think that was the most reckless part of the whole thing. Well, the problem is if that guy starts getting beat up, now we got to go get involved. And it's just like, but that guy didn't give a shit. <laughs> He's probably kind of asking for it at that point. If you're going to do that, you know, but yeah. never mind. You know, <laughs> we're not victim blaming. Yeah. Him. No, you're right though. But yeah, so that was a, that was our weekend. Then we watched a scary movie. You watched a Hereditary for the first time. That was fun. Yes, that was a really yeah. good movie. Good, and then, good for the season. You know, it's festive, <laughs> very festive. <laughs> and then uh, we we've decided that we're going to be going to like pumpkin patches, and we're doing like the uh, what is it? Terror in the corn. Uh, Fear Farm. Fear we're Farm. We're trying to go to Fear Farm in two weeks. Fear Farm. Yes. And then we decided that Thirteenth uh, Floor might be too scary for some of the individuals involved. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be. We're going to keep it. Well, nice if you guys have any recommendations on those between Fear Farm or 13th Floor or Is whatever, 13th please, Floor too scary? Know. That's what yeah, I Yeah, like how scary is it? Do people actually never make it to the 13th Floor? I don't is know. there 13 floors? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. Because that's what we, we hear. Is like some people are like, oh, people don't go all the way through. It's like, that's every. Yeah. Everything I was talking about, like I was a kid. Like I was a kid. I got terrified. They just took me out to the side. It's like technically I count on the list of people who didn't make it through that mm-hmm. community college's yeah haunted house like that's like, oh people don't make it through yeah well scared. it was a nine-year-old yeah <laughs> congrats you scared a nine-year-old got him <laughs> yeah dude that shit's great I, i'm i'm so stoked for october it's gonna be cooling down we're gonna be having a good time uh i'm already getting a little stoked because at nighttime it's not as hot but like i can't get excited because it's not till usually about halloween that we finally make the turn and it's no longer death outside i don't know i say i went out this morning at like 9 30 and it was under 90 degrees so no, I, I can't really use the excuse of it's too hot outside to go do morning cardio anymore. <sighs> that's well, that's why I actually do love the, the winter time in Phoenix. It's perfect yeah. for cardio. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. I mean, because anyone knows it's like it, it, during the peak of summer here, if you're not in the Phoenix area, it'll stay 100 till midnight. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be 100 and then it might get below 90 before the sun comes up. And it's, an, like, it's an inescapable heat because in yeah. a regular heat, you can go in the shade and feel better. Mm-hmm. It's coming from the ground. So it's like this death hug. And it's it's just muggy, shitty, ugh. And like they put out heat advisories. And like I mean, when I first moved to Phoenix, I didn't keep up with the news at all. And it was a heat advisory, and I went and ran like two miles. And I actually like came back, and I like started getting like those seizure breaths. Like I wasn't actually seizing, but I was like got back home, and I just laid on my uh, wooden floor. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to get all that cold, and I was like, <gasps> like because my body was like literally start like it was overheating. It was nuts, but. You can get an Article 15 for that if you do that in the field. <laughs> I, do, I, will, I have never been a heat cat, and I never yeah. will. You will if, I will die before it happens. The uh, 
<laughs> well, so that that's how our night went, and that's how the months look. And yeah, I'm what are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, just so you know, when you guys see this, it'll say like Dimitri gets in a fight at the bar. It, it wasn't that serious, yeah. but I'm glad you clicked. <laughs> yeah, thanks for clickbaiting. Exactly. Being clickbaited. Well, let's move on to our wins and losses. Okay. Do we want to start with our wins or do we want to start with our losses? Mm, let's start with losses. Okay. What do you yeah. got? Uh, so I had to choose. Actually, wait. <laughs> let's start with wins okay. because my loss will carry on to Fair a bigger enough. topic that I have. Okay. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Okay. So when uh, I think we did our best recording video recording session yet, uh, knocked out like a whole uh, workout worth of videos. So we did. I'm excited to have that in our content bank. So that was a win. That was a win. Yeah. Um, you kind of stole my win, actually. Oh, shit. It's okay, though. <laughs> it's a group win. It's a group win. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was great. I've just been, I, my win is that, like, I've just been, like, freaking honing my craft. I'm mm -hmm. feeling really good with it. I'm feeling like I want to, like, spread that to other people. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about me reaching out to people about trying to help them with kind of projects they're working on. And it's just, it's very empowering. It feels good. It's good. one of those things you where should. you kind of feel like you have a little bit more control over your day to day. And uh, we've, you know, we've been talking about business moves that we want to make. And we're only, we're only getting closer and I'm, I'm pretty stoked on it. I feel like we're in a really good spot. I feel like we have the work ethic. I feel like we have the plans. We have the scaffolding up. We got projects you're working on yep. that I'm able to assist with. And I've got my project. We've got like this, this great thing that's coming together that I don't think that we ever expected when we first met. Remember that? Remember that day when you're like, yeah, I kind of think about starting a podcast sometimes. And I was just mm -hmm. like, cool, let's do that. Yeah. And now we're here. Now Who we're making a channel. Who would have thought? Uh, it's always more fun like that. <laughs> comes it comes in comes in waves, guys. Comes yeah. in waves. So I guess that uh, that is a small plug right there. If you're trying to start a podcast or even do some stuff on YouTube or anything like that, uh, hit me up because we actually can do some stuff now. We're uh, we're able to we're actually able to be helpful, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm looking for uh, more stuff to do. I'm looking for more projects. So if ever there was a time to uh, to hit me up, it would be now because uh, I don't have enough to do for now. For now, mm -hmm. that'll be that, this is this is a hopefully going to be a, an uncommon problem moving forward. So, uh, what was your what was your loss? Uh, so, I'm choosing between, you know, eating way more uh, windmill cookies than I intended to <laughs> <laughs> last night, or uh, my previous one of me doing a deadlift video that I posted and everyone thinking that it was not the weight that I did, and I was sad. Okay, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna air out your first one. Yeah. Wes ate a lot of uh, ginger snap cookies. Yes, it did. A lot of them. Like, I hit him up today. I was like, hey, you still have those? And I thought I did, but I was wrong. I ate them all. <laughs> I, I didn't remember eating them all, but I did. It's <laughs> that, Exactly. It wasn't even him. If you if you weren't there for the calories, if they even yeah. happen, you're on a bulk. But I, I do want to focus more on That's your other That's not how you bulk, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it wrong. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Turns out... Um, I, I want to focus more on the second one because that one's much funnier to me because I also thought that you were deadlifting less than you said. Yeah, like 90 pounds less. <laughs> so you had done four yeah. plates on each side. We're doing deadlifts. I saw this video briefly. I just thought it was three plates. I didn't think anything of it. No strong opinion. Yeah. And then you mentioned like, yeah, everyone thinks that I was only moving three plates on each side. And I was just like, you were. Yeah. And that's when we knew yeah, that you sad. have to do it again. <laughs> now I have to do it again. Yeah, because... Well, what I did is I put, you know, the big giant bumper plates. I did two of those on the inside. Then I did one regular like metal or whatever they're made out of plates and then one more bumper plate. Mm -hmm. So it was like sandwiched in there like an Oreo and it just looked like three big ones. 
even though there's like one normal size plate mixed in there. That's the problem. That's the so problem. I fucked up on that. I should have used all big ones or all little ones next time. Yeah. I, I think the big ones are always what like influencers are going to do just because it looks yeah. more like it's like the, the discerning eye knows, but like the, it, it, we're looking for more of the pedestrian viewer and there's like, Oh wow, big meat more. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and find you all the bumper plates in the gym next time. Yeah. So that you can look real big and real strong. So my flex was a fail. Instead of a flex, it was a fail. That is great. <laughs> I do love that because it just, it seems so obvious, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's just like, well, Wes, it was still a good video. It's like, no, because it did not express what I really wanted people to do. Yeah. Like three, they're like three plates for 10 deadlifts. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. But four plates for 10 deadlifts. I feel like that's, that's a lot quite, that's, that's quite impressive. Yeah. That's a, that's a much bigger deal. We should all, we should all applaud for that. But the three plates here, you know, a lot of people can do that. Yeah. I feel like that's average. So you got to do five plates next time. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that for one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got to find our plateau somewhere. Yeah. But next time we'll get it. And then we'll like say, you got to have like a caption like, wow, look at those four plates yeah. moving this many times. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Those captions are going to save you. I just need to get the new iPhone. That's what I do. So I can have better videos. <laughs> oh, we solved the problem. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> justifying a purchase. Yeah. We just, it has three lenses on it. So that mm-hmm. makes it more depth. Yes. So you can see the weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we solved it. Uh, my loss of the week yeah, is when we're going to roll this into an actual topic that yes. I think everyone needs to remember is there was this dude and this is barely a loss, but I'm counting it mm-hmm. who I have like maintained in my life longer than I ought to have. Yes. And he's like a friend of a friend kind of guy, but like he like will play video games with me. Sometimes we'll occasionally talk. Yeah. And he is just the fucking worst. And I finally decided after way too long, it's just like, I really don't like this guy. I don't like him. I don't like him in my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like too late. I've decided like, I don't really, I'm never going to talk to this guy again. Like, it's just, just this is a net loss for me. I've yeah. never felt good after talking to this dude. So it's a little bit of an L, a little bit of like a, we'll call it like a soft draw slash W to, you know, push out the bad and the old. But I really feel like what this comes off to is, how all of us on social media, especially all know at least one like fucking poser mm-hmm. who just sucks. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm never, of course I'm not going to name this guy. There's a couple people probably listen to this probably already know what I'm talking about, but this like, is the kind of guy he's like, he's a SoundCloud rapper, but he's bad mm-hmm. and he doesn't really put that much work into it. Right. Except for that. Like if you're playing games with him, he'll keep rapping the entire time. And it's really annoying. Like on the mic. Oh yeah. Like you're playing yeah. like call of duty. And he's just like, I can't even think of anything he would say, but it was all bad. Okay. Uh, second thing, he, uh, he he does Twitch streaming, mm-hmm. but very inconsistently, and there's this thing called becoming a partner slash affiliate, yes. and you have, like, there's some steps you have to take that, and he's trying to, uh, like, cheese the system and cheat his way to it by, like, asking people to, like, do very specific things for him. Like, he, it, like you have to have, like, a... Uh, like an, ratio av- an average of three viewers every single time you go on. Yeah. And he won't go on unless he has those three viewers. So he's trying to like cheat. So he has like another thing on his bow. So like, oh, like I'm an affiliate. Oh, it's like I maintain a, this amount of viewer average. It's and literally. It's like, well, it, you do that only because you manufacture Exactly. It. What it means yeah. is that when you become an affiliate, you start getting paid when you have yeah. enough viewers. Mm-hmm. But if you get that through like falsifying stuff, mm-hmm. then it's meaningless. It's right. like getting ads, uh, cheating, get ads on YouTube, mm-hmm. but then you never get viewers. So it's like, well, yeah, okay. You could get ad money from YouTube, but no one watches. So like, what was the point? Yeah, that makes so sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, it's just, a, a, it's a roundabout. He's just a fucking poser. And then what, let me tell you what was the, came to the head. And I finally was just like, you know what? I think I'm done. 
is he posts on uh, social media and he's like, uh, it was like a picture of like his stock portfolio or something. Yeah. And it was just like, invest now so you don't have to do this shit later. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, bro, you once announced to me how much money you made and it was not a lot. Yeah. And you should not be giving financial advice to anyone. He's the kind of guy who's like, uh, he was in like the military for like a few years, got out as soon as he could, got a regular, you know, regular low paying job mm-hmm. and bought like the most expensive truck he could. So now he's got like a fucking really, like it's like a $50,000 truck with probably a shitty APR. Yeah. And like, so it's like, or don't trust your financial advice. Is it a Ram or? Uh, I think it's a Ford Raptor. Oh, yeah, well, those that's are, they're nice, but they're fucking. Are those they, like those seventy thousand? Uh, he got like the base model, oh, okay. people, like one year or like one year ago yeah. base model. That's about like you know fifty thousand. Yeah, I was like, and I, I was saying, I was like, that's a that's a that's a college education. <laughs> that's a that's like how much that costs. It's and a uh, he did it, and he because the things the only reason you know how much he makes is he like announced it to me randomly. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, that's weird, but okay. Like, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess I know something now. Yeah. Um, but he announces, like, you know, invest this, that, and the other. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you fucking loser. Like, you fucking loser. Like, do not tell people how to do anything. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to do anything. You suck at everything. And it's just like, and it's like, I don't have a negative feeling towards him. Yeah. I have a negative feeling of how he projects himself. And I actually, it makes me annoyed at, like, everyone like that <laughs> who feel that they have to, like, be lie and cheat systems so that they can get like minor amounts of clout right it's like it's funny because people will like uh, bust my chops about this podcast and i'll be like and they're like oh, how you doing it's like i could lie and like say that we're like oh yeah we're fucking the best it's like nah dude like we have steady growth though yeah like, we like my i have my little thing that i have and it's it's going in a direction i want it to but then i feel like a lot of people feel like if they're gonna get made fun of they have to like stunt and they have to stretch things yeah and it's like, uh, it, and it's just, it does, I hate it. I hate that we have a culture now that does that. And social media is a part of the problem. I'm sure everyone's watched that stupid documentary by now where it's like, oh my God, Facebook's evil. Yeah. It's like, get the fuck off of it then. <laughs> but the, uh, it, it, like, do, you, do you experience, I feel like you would witness a lot of this in your realm. Like, I feel like this is, it's the way they say it is the problem. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you can, a lot of people who are getting into fitness do this. They're like, you know, hey, make sure you get your cardio in. You know, here's me doing my cardio. Instead of like, I feel like it would come across a lot easier and better if people say it like, hey, look at what I'm doing. You know, I'm leading by example by doing this myself as mm-hmm. opposed to like telling other people this is what you should be doing. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you're right. What if, you know, someone who hears it, what if, you know, what's his name? Uh, that one investor, Warren Buffett. Yeah. is like, what is this guy trying to tell me how to invest? Right. It's like, yeah, he's in a different ball game. But in, instead, if Warren Buffett saw him saying, "Hey, I'm I'm doing what I need to do to take care of my future later," you know, it's all about consistency. Mm-hmm. Then Warren Buffett would be like, "I respect your grind. I appreciate what yeah. you're doing." Right? How do you feel about? Uh, so we were talking about Gary Vee earlier today. Like yeah. He comes up randomly, and we were talking about stuff either way. Yeah, and uh, or good or bad the <laughs> how do you feel about uh motivational speakers who are like those like 20 year olds like i've actually oh, yeah. i have seen as young as 18 i have seen as young as an 18 year old motivational speaker i mean some of them are cool because they've got like you know their unique story on how they overcame cancer or you know some crazy like yeah i moved here from africa at age 12 and okay you know, that's best yeah. that's great. like those I are cool that. that's like, great <laughs> those are some cool ones right there but i feel like uh unless you have something some life 
I hate to say the word tragedy to base your strength off of. I wouldn't say tragedy, maybe like challenges. Yeah, yeah, challenge is a better word. Uh, Unless you have some huge life challenge that you've overcome, I feel like you don't have what people are looking for. I feel like for me, and maybe this is just who I am and like how I grew up and blah, 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 blah. But like, I just feel like you need like a little bit of dust on your boots first. Like, let's like do something. Yeah. And I, I even consider myself like comparatively very young to be telling anyone to do anything. Yeah. Like I, I caveat a lot of things. Like I know some things mm-hmm. and I'm able to provide good information, but I understand that like, I am not the, the, the pillar of excellence and blah, blah, blah. But I also don't think I hate mm-hmm. people who are like, Oh, you can't criticize uh, a comedian. Cause you're not a comedian. Like bullshit. That's not, that's not what you, that's not how that works. You're right. It's like, Oh, you can't criticize a movie. You don't make movies. It's like that. What? Well, you consume movies. Yeah, I watch them, so I'm allowed yeah. to criticize them. Yeah. So it's kind of like that in between. But at the same time, it's like I, it's the cancer kids. And so like, I mean, if you come from like another country, go through a bunch of adversity, I'm going to be like, okay, that's actually pretty cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, that's badass. Yeah. Um, I mean, even when someone's like, yeah, I overcame cancer. It's like, okay, well, the doctors overcame cancer for you. Like, you you, you <laughs> fought. I'm there for you. But, like, yeah, I, you can't motivate someone out of cancer, I feel like. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like, depending on how they sell it, it becomes, like, a different thing for me. Right. What I really hate, though, is, like, the guys you, I knew a couple guys we went to college with. And, mm-hmm. like, as soon as we got out, they were trying to become, like, LinkedIn slash uh, Instagram, like, like motivational guys. Like, yeah. Like, an individual, like, mm-hmm. you need to go out there, hit your grind, do this, do that. And it's like, all right, Chad, like, first of all, you didn't even get into college on a scholarship. Your dad paid for all of it. You were in freaking Fiji, and you had a great time. Like, you, you don't... I was in Fiji. Were you? Were you in Fiji? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was trying to pick when you weren't in. <laughs> Clearly, I, that's how much I care about Greek life. I can't remember what freaking co- <laughs> co- was in. Uh, he was an SAE. We don't like them. Yeah, fuck SAE. Fuck SAE, yeah. Um, so it's like, your dad paid for it. Like, I know who you are. Um, I got hammered with you a lot. We had a great time, but... I know for a fact, dude, you don't know shit about anything and Mm -hmm. don't tell people how to mix. It's like those articles is like how I, as a 26 year old was able to kill all my debt, get a house, get married and have started a successful business. And the Pearson's like, were his parents rich? And the article's like, yeah, his parents were rich. (laughs) And it's like, I'm not saying that you're, it's bad to have rich parents. It's great. Fucking love that for you. Um, Everyone should be allowed to have an easier life. But don't be disingenuous and say that, like, you have some kind of secret knowledge that they might not have. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing that I've been working on with my marketer is uh, he's been trying to get me to position myself as, you know, a guide, not as, like, an instructor. You know, it's like you're – it's like they're the, – the person that you're speaking to should be the hero in the journey, not you. You know, so you should make it about them, and you're Ooh. just positioning yourself there to help them. I kind of love that. Yeah. I kind of love that because yeah. I think that a lot, we were talking about this when we were shooting the video. Mm-hmm. We shot two separate videos. One right. was a, what we consider value. People have seen that on your page before. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out Wes's page. Yes. Just check us out on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> um, so we, we were talking about how those are you providing information. Right. Whereas the other project we're working on, we uh, we pulled out the frame a little bit. Yeah. We included a little more of the gym. We included mm-hmm. a little bit more space because it wasn't about you. Mm-hmm. It was about the information and leading How it helps people yeah. to success. Right. And it, it was, f- so we framed it to express that. Yeah. It's like, and this will be you in the gym doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this isn't about me. Like, you're here with me and I'm going to get you there. Whereas yeah. the other ones are like, hey, look at me. I have something good to tell you. Right. And I think a lot of people don't understand uh, 
they don't understand their own hubris. Like there's videos we watched, uh, we, were, we were trying to uh, convince someone to go to a haunted house with us and we were showing a video of it. Mm-hmm. And one was really good. It was a guy with a GoPro on his head. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was like, okay, yeah. and I go, this is not scary. It's great. Yeah. All the rest of them were people with cameras pointed to their face reacting. I'm like, man, if you want to have like. Just you getting scared by shit. Exactly. Like this is. is the most like yeah. self-involved fucking look at me bullshit. I was like, I don't see it. I just see your face. Right. For 15 minutes. Like this is not good. And you can apply that to so many things mm-hmm. about people who like want to give you finance advice. People who want to like have you listen to their stuff. It's like, well, I don't want to, I don't care what you have to say. Cause really this is just about me trying, you want people to worship you. You don't want to provide good content. Right. Yeah, that's true. I, f- I feel like that's what we're trying to get across with this is like, don't position yourself. Don't do this for selfish reasons. Like, I think that's an easier way to say it. Like exactly. if you're trying to help people do it in a helpful way, don't be like, you're wrong and I'm better. I think even you can do it in like a semi-selfish way where it's like, you don't have to make a product and say like, oh, I provide motivation. I provide mm-hmm. uh, information. I provide guidance. Yeah. There's something to be said about pri- providing entertainment and humor. Yeah. Like it's True. like, that's also a product. Like yes. providing, that's a product. giving that's me a service. reason to laugh or like feel good that day mm-hmm. is also just as fine. So it's not like you have to be like, that's another thing. I feel like people are, a lot of the motivational guys take themselves so seriously. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like fucking relax. Like you're wearing red pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> what about like you know Jocko or uh, like David Goggins? Like, I feel like those guys, they don't really go and preach what you should do. They're just out there doing it. I think that's all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think uh, uh, Goggins is the best example. Yeah, like he's always posting videos of him like in like mile five of his run, just shit talking you. Like that's yeah. that's great because he's doing it. And then Jocko was literally like an officer in the SEALs. It's mm-hmm. like he did it. Well, he like shows a picture of him in the gym every morning at exactly. 3.30 in the morning. Exactly. It's like, shit, he's out there getting it. Lead yeah. by example. Yeah. So if like, you do that, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I don't care if you're 20, you want to be motivational. If you're a fucking 20-year-old killer and you're just awesome mm-hmm. and you're willing to like go out there and like show people how badass you are every day, like provide them good content, I'm here for you. What I'm talking about is the guy who just posts on fucking Instagram every day. Like, hope y'all are grinding like with his sunglasses and like his freaking Mustang from 2014 that has a freaking drop top. <laughs> like, it's just like, bro, hate you. Stop. But otherwise great content. I'm yes. that, no matter what the age I've seen, like freaking some young kids doing some awesome shit. And I'm like, that's, I mean, I wish I would have had that wherewithal when I was that age, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, either way, fuck that dude. That's my loss. I wish I'd gotten rid of him sooner. Cut bad people out of your life. People yes. make you feel bad. Don't talk to him. There's no reason. Like, why? Like, I don't, like, don't hang out with people who suck. Agreed. Better to be alone. Better to be alone than the people who suck. That's my official stance. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about our uh, weekly challenge. Yes. How did that last one go? Um, well, I did stretch, but because I was in pain from leg day, so yeah. it was out of necessity. But I think I think it's a good habit to continue. Um, did you do any stretching this week? A little bit, not as yeah. what we were supposed to do. Because you said actually, you said only once a week, right? Twice, twice, said twice. I think I did, but it was yeah. literally like before bed tightness. But I guess I, I didn't think of it deliberately. I just did it because I'm slowly dying. But uh, I, I would say I did it, and I, yeah. it was beneficial in its own way. I, mm-hmm. I, what I need to do is uh, get like a good list of stretches to do every night. Yeah. So that I just have that list, and I don't have to think about it. That's what I need to do. Well, you just got to do like two or three. 
Exactly. Well, it's like, like two, yeah. between two to four and just have like the list in front of me, like mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and like the space where mm-hmm. I do it. And it's just there. Cause the thing is like, if I have to use brain power to come up with stretches, I'm just probably not going to do it. But if it's already there in front of me and it's just like, just do it, it'd be easier. Mm-hmm. Let's do a podcast to a finish. Feel that. Yeah. Do it like productively. Yeah. I would say people should keep doing stretching. Stretching's yes. fucking great. You're going to get older. And if those of you who are already old, you know the value of stretching. But for those of you that are not quite there yet, it's like, dude. Well, the reason why I wanted that challenge is because I've been seeing people who are normal lifters who don't stretch and like I'm seeing them getting closer to injury because they're not taking care of their range of motion. Exactly. So that's why what motivated me to challenge. The that. wheels are going to fucking fall off yeah. at some point. You don't change your oil in your car. Eventually it's going to have an issue. A lot of people need to go change their oil right goddamn yeah. now. Like if your check oil light is on like, please, <laughs> you're, you're walking towards a much more expensive issue. <laughs> right. So uh, what is your uh, next, what is this week's challenge? Um, I was going to say that I think for this week, a good challenge would be like if we have like a mental accountability factor for one thing, like at, tell someone, Hey, check in on me, you know, at the end of the week or to make sure that I okay. did my, uh, you know, homework or that I, you know, did my sales calls or something like that. Just okay. like, you know, have it, have your partner, your friend or your coach, just tell them like, Hey, check in on me later this week to see if I fulfilled this task that I know that I'm going to put off. So set a goal, an achievable goal set for the an week. accountability factor. That's what I'm saying. And then you, and then you tell somebody. Yes. And say, make sure that I achieve this goal. Well, keep me accountable to this one thing. And it, yeah. and I'm saying choose something that it's like, you know, you're going to procrastinate on or, you know. Yeah. Not yeah. something you're going to do. Oh, go to the gym every day of the week. Well, you already do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit. I know I'm not going to set up that dental appointment. So I'm going to say. That's a good one. Yeah, keep me accountable to set up that <laughs> <a> appointment. <laughs> uh, cancel all of those extra streaming services that you haven't been using. For me, okay, I'll do mine right now. Uh, hold me accountable to canceling my LA Fitness membership. <laughs> How long it. have you had that and not used it? Uh, well, they didn't start charging me till last month. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cancel that shit. I will hold you accountable. Yes, thank you. Hold me accountable to edit both your videos. Okay. Before the end of the week. How about just no, one both. of them? One both. Of them. No, both. 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 That's a lot of videos. First one I'm doing today. The other one is the longer one. It's going to take longer, and okay. I want to get it done. I want it off my plate. All right. I've been really bad about procrastinating on those things. I need to get better on it. I would just be happy with one, but if you want I know, to I, two. I, I yeah. always meet my deadlines. Fair enough. But, fair enough. like, if I have the time, which I, I know I will, yeah. why am I not just getting it knocked out instead of scrolling Instagram for an hour? Yeah? Yes. So... Yeah, so add a little bit of extra anxiety to your life. Ask someone to keep you accountable for the thing you're going to put off. Yeah, and uh, and try to do something. Maybe we'll actually do it. Someone you actually like, someone you actually think will hold you accountable. Uh, Don't pick your if you're saying like, uh, make sure I don't smoke this week, and your other smoker friend who wants you to smoke with them or something. Like, yeah, probably not. Right, setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, pick a parent, pick a trainer, pick someone you uh, you think is uh, a high value that can help you out doing that thing. Yeah, so. We'll check in next week, see if I've actually canceled my membership or not. <laughs> uh, you'll know whether or not I've succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to check. If it just doesn't arrive Friday, yeah. you'll know I failed. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you want to go ahead and move into the questions? Yes. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Okay, we've got three questions today. They are all pretty good ones. Yes. Thank uh, you for the questions, by the way. You want to go ahead and uh, you you really want to receive the first two, so you want to mm-hmm. read those. Yeah. So the first one I have is uh, asking about how they should plan their meals if they work the night shift uh, and like sleep during the day, work at night, and uh, this person usually works out 
I think earlier as opposed to later, like not the end of the shift. They work before their shift. Okay. So um, if that's the case and this kind of, let me just say the second question too, because this is similar. It says, what would you eat for dinner if you work out late? So that's like the other end. So like, say, Mm -hmm. think of it like this guys. I know I just threw two questions at you, but it doesn't matter if you work out at night or, or sorry, if you uh, do the day shift or the night shift, you should still eat similarly based on when you work out. Yeah. I'd say it's more important to pay attention to when you work out and time your meals than when you go to bed and time your meals. I will say that because that's what I do. I time it off yeah. my workout. It doesn't yes. matter if I woke up at 3 p.m. or 8 a.m. Yeah. So it's like I have a, a breakfast, I have a pre-workout meal, and then I have like a snack and a dinner. Yeah. So like if they're working out before they eat, then you want to have most of your carb meals after that and then taper off your carbs later until nighttime. So say this person wakes up at 4 p.m., works out at 5, and then goes to work after that. Then I would say either do your either do your workout before breakfast or after breakfast. But regardless, or let me say before or after meal one, but regardless, that first meal should contain a lot of protein and carbs. And then the next meal after that should also contain protein and carbs. Okay. Now, if... And then after that, you should have a lower uh, carb and higher, uh, like, fiber meals towards dinner time. Did I tell you that I shifted my fats to the end of the day? You did? What I do did. you think? Do you uh, like that? I found success in it. I did. I found that I was not hungrier in the middle of the day, uh-huh. and I found that I was satiated at the end of the day. So it didn't, nothing, like, went bad. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so nothing went wrong and nothing went crazy different, but I found that moving those fats from earlier to later... I wasn't hungrier in the middle of the day, so maybe they did belong there later. So it was like it wasn't like I was uh, having hunger issues hmm. that I was. Uh, so I wasn't. Co- I was compensating for something that didn't exist. Usually, people say that they feel hungrier when they move it at night during the day, but less hungry at night. No, so I was. I think I've just gotten a pretty good grip on my hunger in the first place. Yeah, but I moved all those fats, like the those egg, the egg meal. Yeah, I moved it to after my workout, and. I've found, and also I've got my sleep patterns under yeah. control a lot. So it's like, I would get hungry because I'd be up till midnight. Yeah. Um, but what I'll say is I, I also wake up less hungry in the morning. Oh yeah. That's the first thing I noticed. That's what yeah. I noticed. I would say it was the big change, mm-hmm. but I would say that, yeah, the, it was carb, carb, protein, workout, uh, fat, protein, protein, vegetable. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like how my day was gliding. That's pretty solid. And that's similar to like someone who, you know, works out, not right before bed, you know? Yeah. That's how you should I do typically it. get there to like five. Yeah. Which is literally the worst part of the day. But still, you know, yeah. it is what it is. So think of it like this, guys. If you are working out either the night shift or the day shift, doesn't matter. What matters is if you work out in the beginning of your waking hours or the end of your waking hours. If you work out at the beginning of your waking hours, you want to have your carbs all in the beginning of the day and then end up with protein and veggies at the, uh, sorry, carbs and protein at the beginning of the day and end the day with more fat and protein at the end. For sure. Uh, if you're working out later, say you work out like after your work shift and then you only have a few hours before bed, then you want to have a little bit more carbs, either the meal right before your workout, which can be like a dinner or like a later meal, or the meal right after your workout, which could be like instead of having that high protein, high fat meal, maybe you have that first and then you throw in your carbs pre-workout and then post-workout for sure so that would be like you know having like a lower carb higher fat breakfast like more eggs or like you know having more avocado or you know even like a fattier source depending on your diet preferences um and then at tapering fat down and increasing carbs right before and right after your workout 
All right. Yep. And then our last question was, uh, what would you eat for dinner? So if you work out late, I would have a protein source, a carb source, and a, a veggie source as your last meal. And that could be any of the protein sources that aren't like too fatty. Like, uh, so excluding beef, pork, and salmon, I would mm-hmm. say it, every, any other protein source would be good. Mm. Now, if you worked out in the opposite of that, then I would say have one of those three meats I just mentioned instead. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, cool. It was good. It was Hopefully good that wasn't too much. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like we're, we're still hitting like the 40 minute mark because okay. we just have a lot to say and we love you guys and want to talk to you forever. Yeah. But, uh, so it, this has been good. I, we were now going to be calling these the relaxed fit. I think the, these are actually, this is, this is fun for me at least. And, uh, we hope you guys are like, if you like the new format, we're breaking these up. Please let us know if you want us to go back to normal. We can't know unless you tell us. So, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us a ton. Follow us on the Instagram at BNS underscore radio. You can find me at Dimitri Sebastian. You can find me at W Kendall underscore MFT. Please leave your questions and subscribe. We will see you guys on Thursday.